sixth episode of You and I for the Kenai. My name is Aaron Gordon, and today we are here with another great local resource, um, Leslie Rohr, associated with Love, Inc. Leslie, how are you today? I'm doing great, thank you. All right, Leslie. Um, well, I think today we're just going to start with, uh, why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Well, um, I am a retired nurse. My husband and I had the good fortune of being able to come to Alaska many years ago and become property owners and we finally retired here about 15 years ago and in that time of early retirement i needed something to keep myself busy and volunteering uh, with love inc through my church that we had established with was the first opportunity that came along and i started as a volunteer in 2007, I think, um, and then was soon went on to their board of directors. And in July of 2010, I became the executive director. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty awesome retirement project. It sounds like a lot of fun. It has been. (laughs) So like we mentioned Love, Inc. here a couple of times, and for some of you that might not know what Love, Inc. exactly is, Love, Inc. actually stands for Love in the Name of Christ. With that being said, you know, how, Leslie, if you could tell us a little bit, how does Love, Inc., you know, kind of work? Like, what really is Love, Inc.? Yeah. So, um, 41 years ago, a, a young man named Virgil Gulker um, in the Midwest identified that there were lots of needs in the community and there were lots of different churches Um, And if you could connect all of those churches together, then needs would be met more efficiently. Um, There wouldn't be duplications of service. And it was community building. Um, Some now 41 years later, this affiliate is 31 years old. And there are, I believe, 130 affiliates across the country now. 27 states and five in Kenya. Um, So it's a tried and true method of serving your neighbors in need within your community. Um, It's a clearinghouse. We verify needs. We um, identify what primary needs really are and then resource them out to either churches or um, agencies and organizations within the community. And I thought this was really interesting, um, an affiliate, you know, when you think of an affiliate, you usually think of a single entity, but an affiliate's made up of a multitude of churches, right? Like it's exactly, exactly. And, and actually, um, in our affiliate agreement, we have to have at least six different denominations represented in our affiliate if there are six you know in your area Um, so we cover a large geographic area compared to most affiliates in the lower 48 so the five in alaska have large areas this particular affiliate covers the entire kenai peninsula borough and we partner with as many churches who um, are of the same belief Um, accepting our statement of faith, our statement on scripture, and the Apostles' Creed. And those are pretty much the requirements for church participation. 
Eric's here as well. Hi, Soldatna, Kenai, Central Peninsula. It sounds like when we look at communities and what communities need, some connection and being involved is definitely one of the first ideas that people look to do when kind of trying to strengthen a community. And it sounds like Love, Inc., that's kind of the foundation, really, is connecting different organizations, different resources through uh, like-mindedness of uh, Christ and meeting people where they are. Um, I really like that aspect, and it seems like that's a really a critical perspective to take. It absolutely is. And one of the most rewarding things about Love, Inc. and the Clearinghouse, what we do, is being able to identify gaps in services within our community and then reaching out to our church partners to fill those gaps. So other ministries are developed um, under maybe the umbrella of Love, Inc. or in partnership with Love, Inc. to fill those gaps. And it really gives our partner churches ownership. And we are an extension of each and every church that participates with us. Love, Inc. is not just this building on K Beach or the, the staff and volunteers who work here. We are the entire community that participates. Yeah. And you had mentioned to me earlier, you know, before we actually started the podcast, that a lot of Love, Inc.'s work is done by volunteers. Like, the majority, yes. Right? Yes, the majority of our work is done by volunteers. Probably the hardest thing, especially for pastors, is the discernment. When somebody comes to you in a, what appears to be crisis, mm-hmm. and they tell you their story very quickly, and all you're thinking about is meeting that immediate need the pastors tend to reach in their pocket and take care of the need. When in actuality, um, that one thing that brought the person to you may not be the biggest need that they have. So sitting down and doing an in-depth interview and then verifying, because unfortunately there are people who are schooled in survival through manipulation and using resources in the community. And so while do some slip through? Absolutely. But the few that slip through are, you know, the good that happens far outweighs that. So having us here is uh, just like I said before, an extension of each and every church. Um, We're able then to say, okay, this is a legitimate need and while they may have a connection with a particular church, that church may not have the skill set needed to meet that particular need. So we can reach out to another church. And it's not unusual for maybe three churches to be involved in helping in a particular situation. That sounds uh, really like a just a neat and really cool approach that you're able to take because it does seem like You know, not everybody can serve every purpose, but being able for each person, each organization, each church to kind of take their own strength and meet those needs um, sounds like a really unique 
and helpful approach, you know, just like a, you know, you wouldn't have one, it seems like one general practitioner, you know, specializing in every single branch of medicine to meet somebody's health needs. And on that same approach, not every church is able to meet every single complex human need. You're absolutely right. And being able to identify that and say, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it sure. is okay. And even if this person is a member of your church, it is okay to let another church who has the ability mm-hmm. to meet the need. Yeah. Yeah. And it builds community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Kind so, of getting everybody involved. Exactly. And we have, I think, one of the best examples that I have is our Christmas outreach. Um, We partner with Birchridge Community Church in a program called Share the Love. And they, um, they collect donations throughout the year. We collect donations throughout the year. And in the weeks before Christmas, they set up a store and parents are able to go and shop for their kids. They're usually able to get a toy, a set of clothing, and stocking stuffers. We usually have um, school supplies and stuff. By time that time of the yeah, year, sure. kids are needing to replenish school supplies. Yeah. So we, we try and meet all of those needs through the Share the Love. Then um, we do our Christmas food baskets, and we have other... Uh, church groups, maybe small groups that want to adopt a family. So we're able to make those connections. And then last year we started our Christmas dinner and we did it on the 23rd and it was open to all of our um, neighbors in need and anybody who wanted to join us. All the food was provided by churches Um, They were served by churches. There were stockings for every child. Um, We had a story time about um, the birth of Christ and why we celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. It was a really awesome event. Um, So we had like 78 people attend and 85 volunteers here. So it was awesome and and such a community um, event bringing people together across Mm -hmm. faith-based lines. That is super exciting. I mean, just the complete togetherness, you know, it really fires up, you know, a lot of emotions, but it really just, you know, shows a lot of love and shows, you know, your struggling neighbors that there is hope, there is love there, and there is a resource that is absolutely available. How exactly, you know, would someone tap into that resource if, you know, they really want to either get involved or, you know, be a part of it? So we have a volunteer application, and we we ask our volunteers to sign, of course, confidentiality agreement. If they are going to be involved in programs that involve children, um, we do a more thorough background check. But for general volunteers, just having that um, application and a letter of reference from either a pastor or a person who knows them well, while the majority of the people who come and volunteer here are people of faith. And we do have some 
some people who may not be actively in their their faith walk and being here helps to get them back into that um, faith walk and it and it's it's really it's an extra special part of our ministry Mm -hmm. what are some of the most common services needs and resources that loving both meets and offers okay so food is probably one of the primary requests clothing and gas cards or carts cards transportation is a huge issue for our vulnerable population and so being able to provide some sort of transportation for clients and one of the things I always have to put my little disclaimer in there um, for gas cards or Um, car repairs we require a valid driver's license proof of insurance and legal registration on a vehicle so that we're not encouraging people to um, drive without all of the legal requirements so so that is a bit but if you don't have all those things I'll get you a carts card. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> okay. And and we'll work on getting the other things taken care of. If if somebody's been out of work and hasn't been able to make their car insurance payment, I would rather pay a month of car insurance mm-hmm. and have them steadily employed. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, you know, that's um so those transportation issues are big. Sometimes people can't afford their copays for their medications. That's a gap ministry that we have. We have a memorial fund that we use strictly for for those purposes. Homeless prevention, and it exceeds anything we ever expected. Sure. You know, and and the the population that's being affected is changing. We are we are now seeing people who were um, stably employed and had everything they needed. Um, a slope job goes away. Sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. in the first year, you go through all your savings. Yeah. The second year, you sell off all your toys. Mm-hmm. The third year, you're in trouble. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And so we're we're here to help with that in in the prevention aspect uh, permanent housing placement for those who are literally on the street homeless or living in such substandard housing that you know it's it's really necessary to get them into um, safe secure housing if people want to tap into the multitude of resources that you were just talking about all of which you know are so vital and so necessary i uh I took a few psychology courses in college and one kind of covers this basic idea that we can really only meet certain amount of needs. Uh, We can only, we have to meet certain needs before we can meet others. And there's kind of that pyramid, you know, it's the hierarchy of needs. Yeah. Kind of psychology 101. And it sounds like what you talked about is on that base of that hierarchy of Maslow's hierarchy is I believe food, your basic biological needs, you know, food and shelter, 
clothing, you know, ways to really stay alive. And it isn't until you really meet those needs from one perspective and is when you can start to pursue some of those needs such as like some self-esteem and some social support and all and like some higher cognitive functioning you know you really that these vital needs are so necessary and it's hard to think like what is the meaning of life when you're starving you know it's hard to contemplate like how can I love my neighbor when you're so hungry and it sounds like all those needs that you talked about are so vital and so at the foundation of people's needs. Um, so I just think that's super great that there is a, pl- a resource in the community in on the Central Peninsula here at 4410 K Beach Road that can offer your most vital and important needs. And on the way to meeting those needs, you can also get plugged into some real support and to some real people who are willing to connect with you and show you some love really absolutely Um, if you talked about you know if people want to volunteer if people want to participate they can fill out an application there are some requirements to that I imagine they can swing by 4410 K Beach Road to get an application or online. Yes. Our volunteer application is not online sure. yet, but our application for services is okay. online. So you can they can't fill it out online, but they can download it okay. and then send it in. But our volunteer application, you have to come by the office to pick that up. Okay. So what is your website again? The it one is that's Peninsula Loving dot org. And that and they can print that off and then fill it out and bring it in. Yes. And that's how one would go about tapping into these really awesome resources. Yes. Um and they can also can they come in to Yes. Okay. Yes. So our neighbors in need and that's one of the coolest things about our location where we are now. Sure. Um is the visibility, accessibility People are able to come in and we are able to sit down and talk with them, show them love, accepting them where they're at and with no restrictions. Um, Well, the only restriction is that even in your worst days, you have to be respectful of other people. And, and for the most part, um, our neighbors in need are respectful when they come in. They're very humbled. Right. And um, many are embarrassed, and, and this is the last place in the world they wanted to be. Sure. Didn't want to go to the church, ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But um, being able to show them love and mm-hmm. replace fear with hope, yeah. sure. wow. that, that's huge. Yeah. And that's one of the things that you can't feel over the phone. (laughs) So, so um, having people come into the location is really, uh, I think, a key part of of giving them hope for the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. That's super awesome to me, you know, having a place where you can come in and kind of just take that burden off your shoulders, you know, kind of let that weight go, you know, and really just work on, you know, getting better, you know, like, just for yourself, you know, really come in and just letting it all go just you know putting on the way to God and well yes and um simple things being able to give somebody a shower voucher or to be able to provide them with a load of laundry Mm -hmm. to do um makes a 
big difference. Yeah. So, guys, Love Inc., 4410 KB Trail. Do you guys have a phone number, obviously? We do. It is 907-262-5140. Before we go, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Sometimes I like to... It's nice to talk about kind of the resources that are available. That's great, how people can come in and get in touch with those. Um, but sometimes, you know, we like stories. We like to hear those personal, like, stories of things really coming together. Is there any, you know, off the top of your head, I know we haven't, we didn't talk about this before we recorded or anything, but is there any, like, stories that you can tell with, you know, about kind of some people coming in and maybe being in a tough spot and loving meeting those needs or just some different ways in which hope was fear was replaced with hope i really liked that line by the way that's really a great line i think so it's been over i guess it's been close to two years a year and a half ago a mom came in here broken hooked on meth pregnant um, OCS was going to step in and take kids away. Sure. We were able to put her in emergency lodging so kids could stay home with the dad. Uh, she got into treatment down at Rainforest. When she got out of treatment, we referred her to Freedom House. Yeah. She oh, was cool. Freedom House's first graduate. Wow. Um, her baby was born last October, and he, he is just a beautiful baby. She and her husband have totally recommitted their lives to their faith walk. And she now volunteers here as my admin assistant. Awesome. She is one of many incredible stories that we have. And I can tell you that, well, all but one, I believe now, of my current employees came through our program. Sure, that's awesome. That's so it's, um, and I can't hire everybody that goes uh, through the program, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they have been identified through the program and their desire to give back to the community what was given to them love and respect when they came through the door mm -hmm. a sense of hope and um, a reason a purpose mm -hmm. for making a change in your life so i when i look at each and every one of my staff and volunteers i just have this little spot in my heart that goes Oh, yeah. love them yeah. um, because we do love them all. Yeah, that's an incredible story. Uh, drug addicted, you know, kind of out on that last that last leg of, you know, what to do next. Obviously, full of fear, comes in, gets housing, gets uh, resources to uh, faith based recovery, continually plugged in. Now is employed, has a husband, uh, continuing in her marriage. That sounds like initially a ton of fear replaced with a ton of hope. You know, it really does. Um, it is. It is. I think that's awesome. And I am so excited by her energy yeah. and and her her love for the Lord and her um, desire to share that with other people and to say you don't have to stay where you're at. 
there is a way out. Thank you so much, Leslie, for being with us. This was uh, Love, Inc. today at 4410 K Beach Road, website peninsulaloveinc.org. Just to touch base again, if you want to volunteer and contribute to meeting the needs um, of the Central Peninsula, you can come in and get a, get a volunteer application and fill that out and continue to support this organization that is building community and meeting people where they are. Or you can, if you are in need of uh, resources such as food or shelter or clothing or hope or love, you can, come, you can uh, go online to PeninsulaLoveInc.org or you can come in to 4410 K Beach Road and the phone number is it's 262-5140 yeah thank you guys again for joining us today um come on get involved and if you're in need come in and you know get some loving uh this was aaron gordon eric gordon and leslie with you and i for the keynote we'll see you another time